I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes, and really thrilled that you're tuning in for today's episode, which is all around how to deal with things when everything feels too much, whether that's the news, whether that's your schedule and the busy days that you have ahead of you, or, you know, maybe you're navigating a difficult period. And I want to be really honest here. This is something that I've been feeling and grappling with myself these past few weeks, these past few months, and especially as a highly sensitive person have found quite tricky to navigate. It can be tricky to identify where you're holding on to anxiety, tension, and gripping too tightly when you're in the throes of it and you are just in the midst of feeling all the feels. So for me personally, one of the ways that I can find myself trying to cope when there's a lot happening is I try and counter that by doing more, planning more, trying to control more so that I feel a sense of safety and security in my body. And I think we live in a world where that's kind of celebrated, right? The more you're producing, the more that you're getting on with things, the more productive you are. That's a yay celebrated thing. But it can be a very tricky shadow that's at play because you're just simply trying to avoid the actual feelings that are underneath. For me personally, I am navigating a challenging situation with someone personal in my life. I find that at the moment with the state of the world, like seeing those horrific images, seeing what's happening, that can be really triggering. And even as simple as a scary TV show on Netflix about zombies or monsters or apocalypse types things, that can really send me into a bit of a tiz and I feel it. I feel that activation in my body. And what happens is that gets to a point where it's a breaking point. And so for you, I wonder when it all feels too much, when you feel like you've got so much on your plate and you look out and you see the world and you might feel despair or frustration, what do you do with that energy? What do you do with those feelings? Do you, like me, try and compensate by getting overly busy and doing more? Do you shove down those feelings numbing with sugar, alcohol, TV, scrolling? Definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. Or is it something else? Do you find yourself snapping and getting annoyed at your children or your partner or your colleagues? What is it for you? And the first thing I will say is, number one, just give yourself some grace, give yourself some compassion. You're a human person. And we live in a world where we're constantly bombarded with different information. We're expected to do more, be more, have more, achieve more. And that pressure on the nervous system can be really hard. And so these coping strategies that we have, whether it's overworking, whether it's anxiety and trying to control, whether it's numbing with substances, food and the like, or whether it's taking it out on other people, just give yourself some compassion to know you're not a broken person, you're human, and you're just not sure what to do with that energy, right? That's step number one. Number two is I invite you to actually do the opposite thing that your mind will tell you you want to do. And that is to drop in and feel 
the emotion. And look, I get that it's not always convenient. It's not always easy. But if you allow yourself to actually feel, you liberate that tension into flow. And the way I often like to describe this to my clients is think of a river. And in the river, we want that water to flow from wherever it's meant to go, you know, from the source down to the sea, for example, right? And it doesn't have to get there as efficiently as possible. That's not the goal, but we want that life force energy to be flowing, to be in flow. And what happens is that what we do is we kind of chuck rocks in, debris in by throwing in negative thoughts. We throw in negative feelings into this river, like the rocks and the leaves in the river. And that just slows down flow. We don't do this consciously, right? The way we do that is, oh my gosh, I'm really stressed out about this situation. It's too much to feel. I'm going to go do something about it. And how I feel about that motion, I'm going to store that as like a little knot in the body. If you've ever been for a massage and felt them kind of go over those knots, that's how I imagine that frozen tension to be stuck in the body. And so one of the ways that we can counteract to this frozen tension is to feel it to welcome it and to embrace it. And naturally, your body actually knows how to resolve this and to bring it to a place of flow. Now, I know that that can sound a little bit strange. It can sound a little bit unscientific, but I've actually felt the benefits of this. For four years, I worked at the School of Embodied Arts where I completed my Feminine Embodiment Coach certification and worked as a coach trainer, coaching other students in the program to learn the tools of embodied arts. Exactly this, feeling that tension, feeling those emotions and liberating them into flow. And so I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit hesitant about this modality when I first learned it. It's like, how does this work? How does this make sense in the body? But I've experienced it myself in my own personal mastery with this work, but equally in working with clients in this way and seeing the students in that program see the benefits of these results. And so these practices can seem a little strange, but they're actually the most natural, normal things. Like if you see your children, if you see a child, you'll see that they know how to try and liberate that tension, right? They might not have the resources to do that properly. So they might throw a tantrum or get really aggressive, but they're expressing. And that natural energy is what we want to harness in our own lives so that we can meet and feel honestly all of the rubbish that is going on at the moment and feel it. And we actually want to feel it so that we get moved into doing something with it, right? We don't just want to numb out. We don't just want to ignore and let the problems of the world go by. We want to feel it. Now, I'm not saying that you have to solve the problems of the world or do something about it, but just doing something with that energy will allow you to find a sense of equilibrium and homeostasis in your body and then be able to figure out what you want to do with it. What's your stance on the situation? What's your next step? How are you going to move forward with that sense of calm, with that sense of settledness in your body? And so the invitation is to feel it. And from there, allowing yourself to then decide what your next steps are. If this conversation you find is really interesting and you're like, what is this embodiment? What is this frozen tension? What are you talking about, Siobhan? I would love to invite you to come on over to join me in a conversation I mentioned the School of Embodied Arts, which is where I trained and where I was a coach trainer for four years, and they are running a conference. It's coming up in November, and it's really about exploring the epidemic of numbness. Our day-to-day happens at such a hectic pace without the space to pause and connect with ourselves and our bodies, and our connection to ourselves and to each other grows more tenuous by the day and divides us. And so we are exploring in this conference, how did it get to this? Can we find a new way? How do we actually explore why we got so embodied? How do we reclaim our bodies and get back into our body? And how can we affect meaningful change for our culture and the future? 
So if you're interested in that conference, you can come on over and sign up. It's actually at the school of embodiedarts.com forward slash conference, but I'll pop a link to that in the show notes. I will be on the panel on that particular topic of the epidemic of disembodiment. So if this episode has scratched your interest and you're like curious about what this embodiment is, come and sign up for the workshop, the conference, and hear not just from myself, but from other incredible speakers on their perspective, their views. And the founder of the School Gen Award is a wonderful woman. I've had the pleasure of working with her, and I can guarantee that you will walk away with insights wisdom, knowledge, and a glean into a whole different world. And so would love to see you join me in that experience. I'll be tuning in as well and listening to the other amazing speakers. So thank you so much for tuning in. I send my love, warmth, compassion to you as you're navigating these times. And the final thing I'll say is you have the ability to give yourself the permission to slow down, carve out time, and create a space for yourself to feel and to move through what you're experiencing. And if you need support around that, obviously I would love to have a conversation with you. You can absolutely book in a get unstuck call with me and we can explore how I might be the one to support you through that. But regardless, if you just want to have some time for yourself, you can just listen to a piece of music, move your body, let yourself cry. Just give yourself that little outlet so that you can begin to feel. Thank you for tuning in. You are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. You matter.